1: Hello and welcome to BizQuick. I'm Julie
0: and I'm Corey
1: and today we have uh, this is gonna be an interesting show I think lined up. We're gonna start off with just some you know general chit chat around advice and coaching and when our lines cross but before we dive into that conversation Corey we're gonna talk a little bit about Patreon. So Patreon is our that's our giant virtual tip jar out on the internet where we you know, this is out there for you to go ahead and sign up. And there is special content just for our Patreon contributors, members, members. That's behind behind a paywall, but stuff out there just for you. So, you know, go ahead, check it out. It is, ooh, patreon.com backslash SB
0: BizQuick, so close. Oh, yeah,
1: BizQuick. <laughs> oh, man. These live reads are this we're getting better at these
0: yeah and especially because we're actually we're not reading anything this is all we're just making this up we're just making it up as we
1: go exactly so anyway go ahead check it out and you know we love give us feedback too while you're out there but we really we love you and uh if you are willing to give us a tip in that giant virtual tip jar we we will thank you very much so yes and thank you to those who already have done it yes all right how are you doing today Corey?
0: uh Frazzled as usual. Yeah, you're having a morning. Having a morning,
1: yeah. Yeah. So we're recording this early on a Monday morning, and you you've you've already been through some things today. Yeah,
0: and and uh, we're this isn't we're not going to talk about customer service today, but just the one story where uh, so I've already been to Home Depot this morning to grab some things and. I'm in the pro checkout line, and there's one guy in front of me, and the lady checking out the guy just keeps saying, "Oh, what does this do?" and just asking him all of these questions, slowing down the checkout process. Just incredibly, just like, like there's no reason for this. This is the pro checkout line. We should like we're we're, we're all late for work. We're all on our way to a job. No chit chat. Just go.
1: Is there any chance that she was like flirting with him?
0: No, it was like it, it, a much older lady and a much younger gentleman. Like oh. it was, yeah. There was no. She yeah. was genuinely interested in the pieces of siding that he was purchasing.
1: I, I'm guessing she didn't ask you a single fucking question. Oh
0: no. I ran over to the self checkout <laughs> and got out of there before he was even out of the store. Nice. Yeah.
1: Nice. All right. Well, let's 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 see if we can't turn this day around for you and make this into a winner yes. all across the board. I really want to dig into, you know, coaching giving advice and honestly this just isn't even really limited to a you know a coach client scenario because I think about this here's a good example of how, of where I kind of want to go ever been in a relationship oh actually I know this happened to you once where you where you did you said this to somebody once and I'm we're not going to name any names but Ever been in a relationship or a friend has been in a relationship and they had a fight or broke up temporarily with their partner and you told them how you felt about the partner and then they got back together and you were like, son of a bitch. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I just think there are times when it is, you're better off just keeping your mouth shut, right? And not saying things. And I'm kind of curious in a coach, client, or mentor mentee relationship or even like you know peer-to-peer like where is how do do you know where the line is because it seems to me lately people don't they just blow right the fuck through it
0: yeah it's tough too because you want to be transparent we talk about how important it is to be transparent and give honest feedback and and be uh, just open and honest with everybody about what what it is that, you know, they're doing, et cetera. But there is a certain line where it's just like, you know what? That's none of your business. Um, And yeah, like I I don't know where that line is. I don't know. Like, I don't think that line can be defined because I think it would be on a case by case basis.
1: Is it like pornography? You'll know when you see it.
0: But even then you might be way past the line and look back and be like, "Ooh, I crossed that a while ago.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But then why? But why not? Why not admit it then? Admit what? That you, like, uh, I probably crossed the line there. I shouldn't have said that.
0: Like, Oh, I, oh, sure, sure. Yeah, that goes along with the whole open and honest yeah, feedback, etc. I,
1: I just don't understand why people are, like, first off, in most instances, I don't give a fuck about your opinion. <laughs> like, not you personally, but most people, right? I don't care. Are you paying my bills? Are you, like, are you my mother? Because if you don't fall into those two buckets, I probably don't care for your opinion. And, but people feel so inclined. And I would think like I'm pretty, I'm pretty transparent about, you know, where my loyalties lie, or I'm pretty transparent about, you know, where, what my, I'm very self aware, my strengths, my weaknesses, um, probably to a fault. I'm probably too self aware. But I, it has to be really clear to people, like, when they have, like, said something that they shouldn't have said. Like, all of a sudden, they're just, like, experts in my life.
0: Uh, that's that's where that's where I think the line, it's like, I can give you my opinion based upon my knowledge and what I'm witnessing, what I'm observing, mm-hmm. but it's up to you to make a decision. Because as, I mean, as a friend, as anybody in your life, you would want people to give, like, want people to give you their honest opinion based, and and. It needs to be brought up that way, or, or premise that way. That based upon what I've witnessed, here's what I have seen, and here's what I think. And it's just to give you information to make decisions beyond that. Because the last thing that you want is to be two and a half years into like a, a some relationship with somebody to find out that they're a terrible person. Everybody's like, "Oh yeah, we all hated that person." Like, well, why didn't you say anything? Well, you look so happy. Like, I mean, it's it's <laughs> it, like because it, it, it yeah like it, it's you should be able to just give that to that. So I think this business idea you have isn't a good idea because of X, Y, and Z. Here's this, this, and this. But if you're passionate about it, go right ahead. I just wanted wanted you to be aware of the things, the information that I have. Yeah. Um. You know, and that, but that again, that's friends, family, people close to you. Not every asshole on social media who chimes in on everything about everything.
1: But sometimes even you know, friends. You know, sometimes friends act more like frenemies than friends, right?
0: I have no idea what you're talking about. A frenemy? Well, I know what that is, but as a guy, I don't know what you're talking about. You guys don't experience that? No, not at all.
1: Oh, man. You're so lucky.
0: Yeah.
1: You're so lucky. You can pee standing up and you don't have to (laughs) deal with frenemies.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I I don't understand that concept. I mean, like, again, I know what it is, but I just, it's just, it's weird to me. Like, my friends are my friends, period.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you're lucky. All right. Do you want to take a break? I do. Do you want to tell our listeners about Certivium? No. Okay. You can. <laughs> Man, I guess I had I earned that, yeah, right? Did. All right. Certivium is our second business and it is focused exclusively on customer service engagement and social media management for small business owners. So typically if you've got 10 employees are less and you're really struggling to manage both customer engagement or social, and or social media management, Certivium can come in and help you out. These are not, they could be a long-term solution for you if you want them to be, but what they're designed to be are solutions to get you over the hump until you can take this on and do it yourself. So Certivium, you can learn more at sppace.com or at certivium.com and all that information is in the show notes.
0: Welcome back to BizQuick, everybody. We are going to continue this conversation about coaching and getting people's opinions and when it's warranted, when it's not. Um, but I want to jump back into frenemies, Julie. <laughs> let's, let's do that. Okay. Because, like, uh, uh, yes, in and, and very stereotypical fashion, but, like, men will stab you in your front and women seem to stab each other in the backs. And is is that kind of the thing? Because like for me, like one of my best friends, Bill Bolton, he's been on the show numerous times. Mm-hmm. Like there was a period, there was a solid six years where we didn't talk mm-hmm. because I like he he wanted to like make up for you know whatever. But we we were. I was just, I was like, I'm so fucking done with this guy. I don't even want to deal with
1: it. Honestly, isn't there sometimes when you, you should have been like eight years or ten years?
0: <laughs> Sorry, Bill. Yeah, no, no. And I'm, I'm, I'm really glad that uh, you know we. Yeah, we I love Bill. He's a good dude. We eventually made up, and you know, and and, and went from there. But, um, it, yeah, it was just uh, for me, like, why keep somebody in my life who I didn't want around? And it's like, I like. Yeah, so I, I don't get that. And we're going in like, this is n- no longer business, but I guess it kind of is, because, like, if you think about... This com- is
1: business. This is relationships. Well, but
0: if you think about, like, competitors, uh, like, you could have competitors in your area who um, you're cordial with, like yeah. a geographical area or what, like you know whatever, that doesn't matter, who you're cordial with, but they're doing everything they can to undermine what you're doing. Yeah. So I guess, is that a frenemy?
1: No, I think, so I think probably not. So a frenemy is, I think, somebody who really... First off, I learned about frenemy on Sex and the City. So it's definitely a chick thing, right? Mm -hmm. But a frenemy is someone who pretends to be your friend or maybe even at some point was, but then they're doing everything they can to sabotage you or they're talking shit behind your back or they're like, you know, maybe you go to them for advice like, hey, what should I do? Like, you know, I, I really... I want to, um, I think I want to go back and get my master's. Right. And then a friend of me would like be pushing you in the absolute wrong direction. Right. So, you know, if I was like, Hey Corey, I think I want to go get my master's as a friend of me. You'd be like, that's a great idea. Julie dump like $80,000 and do that. Right. And pushing, like, think of all the things you can do with it. Whereas like somebody who's like a true friend would be like, are you fucking serious? Like you don't you don't need a masters.
0: Yeah, it took you like 37 years to get your first degree, all right? <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That and
1: true. And true.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um but that's yeah, yeah I I guess that's the difference. I remember when um I went on a golf trip, and I came back, and I was telling you about it, and it was like, it was, it was me, and... Yeah, you're
1: talking shit the whole time. The
0: entire time. That's all you do with yeah. a bunch of guys. You just talk... Girls can't
1: talk shit like that to You each just other. talk
0: shit, and talk shit, and talk shit, and you push, and prod, and you try to get under everybody's skin. Yeah. Because it's just like this competition with a bunch of dudes, and it's just like, you're not trying to hurt the person. Right. You're just, you're, you're trying to get under their skin, and the whole point of that game, I guess, is to try, that, try to have the thicker skin, and talk better shit, and <laughs> and all of that, and so um, yeah, I guess you know, by and large, for guys in general, like if like if I talk shit about a friend behind his back, it's just because he's not close enough to be an earshot, and I'd say the exact same thing if he right. was an earshot.
1: Like I would say, you know, for for me, like I know a, a female friendship. I know what really good female friendship looks like, right? I know what if I know what it looks like. I know what it feels like. Like Lindsay. And Stephanie Pearson and Stephanie Cook, like awesome female friends. And I know that I could go to them with any problem and they would be like, they would give the advice that is in the best interest of me. They would not want to undermine me or destroy me. But there are a lot of people who all of a sudden are, you know, they they they're going to do the opposite. And you have to be really, really aware. There's a lot of self-serving people in the world. It's what it, This is one of the reasons I hate group text so much, Corey, is because I have found more and more everyone is on send. No one is on receive. No one fucking cares how anyone else is doing, right? They don't ask, like, hey, how are you doing today? And I think, I think people who care and are really good, genuine friends and people are going to ask those questions and want to know the answers.
0: Well, I, group texts are... Ugh other than just terrible to begin with, but group texts are just send. Because if, if I'm on a text message with like six or seven other people if I'm on a group text and I say, hey, Julie, how are you doing today? I'm now excluding basically everybody else from the conversation where that e- that text should be directly to you. No,
1: I know, but I but in a group text, you could be like, hey, how's, hey, how's everyone's weekend? And you genu- genuinely want to know versus – Oh, my God, I had the best weekend. But that's six
0: separate individual conversations, again, on a group text. How's everybody's weekend? You're going to get six responses back. Good, great, fun, wonderful, didn't do anything, had to work, cool. What am I going to – like, like I, I don't know. I don't think group text messaging is the appropriate place I think for group that.
1: text messaging just needs to go away. I
0: agree, <laughs> but – I'm stuck on one, but it is just a bunch of people hitting send for the most part. But it's because they're all like talking about the current game that's on television yeah. or, you know, sure. whatever's going on. There's no back and forth. I mean, there's a couple of the guys on there. will have like back and forth between the two of them. And we all get stuck in that conversation, which is annoying. <laughs> but by and large, for the most part, it's just that is just a send type mm, of conversation.
1: Yeah. I'm curious, listeners, do you think... Group text is for conversation or just send? I'm very curious about that. I I guess I never really thought about group text in that context before, but now I actually think I might have been viewing them incorrectly.
0: I think so because, like, let's yeah, say my
1: expectations were too high.
0: Yeah, but let's say you and your family go on vacation, uh-huh. right? And you start a group text, we've already got one, but let's say it's just uh, four of you or whatever. Like like that would be the only
1: ones on what Whatever.
0: It's a different group text that you okay. haven't all like established. Yeah. Or you and a group of friends or whatever. It's yeah, just yeah, a new yeah. group text. It's people saying, Hey, we're at this bar right now. Check out this picture of this person I saw at the Yeah. W- like like it's all like just providing information and so that everybody Hey, where is everybody right now? I passed out early. You know, it's trying to Get information, and that's yeah. that's what that's for. But okay. we are way off topic. Let's we get are. back to opinions and experts and all Let's of that. Let's do it. So, um, what's the
1: most annoying thing about the entrepreneurial journey and what happens to entrepreneurs as they're going through it? It's is that a good question to it, ask?
0: It, yes, it is. And there's like, uh, it's kind of uh, the the if if anybody could see what I was about to draw you would understand but if you take like the normal distribution curve, you're familiar with that, right? I where, am. Okay. And is on, that math? No, uh, it's statistics. Uh, but <laughs> I was kidding. <laughs> um, the, but if you were going to kind of follow that curve, not on that, but like as a timeline instead, where like on the bottom is you're very humble. And at the top, you're very, um, what's the opposite of humble. I'm drawing a blank right now. Non humble. Yes. Unhumble. <laughs> um, you're uh, cocky. Right. Ego, so, cocky. Yeah, yeah. egotistic yeah. or whatever. Um, and so when, if you're going left to right, you're very humble when you first start out because you don't know anything and you're trying to yes. learn, you're trying to learn and then you get to a point and this happens pretty quickly where uh, all of a sudden you're a fucking expert. And, in everything. In everything. And then as you progress through the years, you become more humble because you realize, oh, even though I've been doing this forever, There's still things that I don't learn and I don't need to flaunt what I know. And and now it's my job to help people who are just starting or help them get off that cocky ledge. That's right. I said cocky ledge.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I like it. Yeah, we almost every entrepreneur that we have worked with that we have helped them start a business. We have watched them climb up to the cocky ledge. And it is... it's a lot to take when all of a sudden your clients are telling you how they're coaching other people or can coach other people. And they literally just started a fucking business. And, you know, four weeks ago, didn't know what SEO was and how all of a sudden they're like an expert in it. It's like, okay, (laughs) congratulations.
0: And so quick story to just kind of explain this to everybody. So on a road trip, Years ago, with my bunnies Mitch and Mojo, and we are two great guys, good friends of mine. Um, but they're they're kind of you know the happy go lucky type, and everything mm-hmm. kind of just a lot. Not that they don't do hard work, but things just kind of work out for them. Um, but anyway, we're on this road trip, and um, we get we get to this one camping spot like right outside of Denver, and. They're kind of like, oh, yeah, see, everything just kind of worked out. Like, you were freaking out about finding a camping spot, and it was late. I'm like, yeah, because I was driving the car, looking at the GPS, making all the decisions, and the you two idiots were just sitting there watching the fucking, like, the the landscape go by. Yeah. So, yeah, it kind of was just easy, and that's fun, and, and, and it just worked out. But that's because there was somebody doing all the goddamn work. Yeah. And that's what I feel like with those, with, you know, with those clients where – it's like, yeah, it was easy because you had somebody there helping you, helping guide you to where you are. Yeah, Like, had it not, if you had you not hired us, who knows where you would have been.
1: Right. How far you would have gotten. And it's always, it's a very interesting um, progression to watch. And obviously we want all of our clients to be successful. Right. And obviously, there is always going to be areas that our clients know more about than we do. Right. We are not the experts in all things by any measure. But all of a sudden, when that turn happens, and it happens really fast, right. All of a sudden, they're just on that ledge. They're almost impossible to work with at that point for some period of time until they get a little bit of a shakedown and come back down to earth right and I don't maybe it's just a natural an, a natural thing that happens and I'm do we get there do we land on the cocky ledge
0: um I don't think so
1: I still don't know if we know what we're
0: doing I have no clue <laughs> I also yeah i don't I don't really. I'm not a very humble or cocky person. I just kind of exist.
1: I am trying to find the truth or the falseness in that statement because you're definitely not. You're very confident. Yes, but you're not cocky at all. Um, and but you are kind of
0: humble. No, I'm, I float right in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. Neither cocky nor humble. Yeah. But anyway, that doesn't matter. Um, The, uh, but yeah, I don't think that we ever were because, I mean, there's, and again, there's certain things that I am cocky about. Like uh, there are certain things. Your math
1: skills for one, your grammar skills. skills.
0: Excel skills. Um, I'm very good at running a restaurant. Um, There are certain things, process that I'm good at. I'm not great at. Uh, But again, it's, uh, I know, I know where my abilities and skills lie. Yeah. And so i and I'm never one to just to say that, like again. It's it goes back to coaches who are like, oh yeah, um, you, you go talk to a sales coach and they're like, yeah, I can help you sales. Be like, yeah, but my I think it's my website. Oh, I can help you with that. No no, <laughs> no, no, you can't. You're a sales coach. Like you do sales,
1: or or a coach who's like, this is how you have to do it. And it's yeah. like, listen. Like everybody's business is different. Everybody's goals are different. Our definitions of success are different, right? So just by the sheer nature of, do it like this. This is what you need to do. Like when a when a coach starts a sentence like that, I stop fucking listening. I I'm I, if someone expressed a problem to me, and I had been through it, this is how I would approach that this is what I did when I experienced something similar. Here's a quick backstory on the situation I went through and here's how I approached it. So that's one option for you. Let's find some other ones, right? Because just because it worked, this the the path I took worked for me or worked for us doesn't mean it's going to work for every client. But all of a sudden, you know, you've got people that are just all out experts in everything and people that are like, this is how you have to do it. And like, even when somebody is like trying to tell me like, these are the tools you need to use to run your business. I'm like, what the, the fuck I do? Like, I, I feel pretty well situated in tools. Like, I don't, I, don't, I don't need you to tell me what tools to use. Now, I, I, I'm always interested in learning about new ones, but I'm not going to swap out the tools we use just because you use something and you think it's better. And that's, you know, those are, those are conversations that happen regularly with experts who are suddenly like, I'm going to tell you how to run your business. I'm like, I'm going to tell you how to shut the fuck up.
0: Sure, but there's plenty of people out there who, <clears throat> who blindly listen to every expert. Um, and everybody, I think, just needs a little more skepticism in life because, I mean, especially when it comes to the news today, for example. Like, I've, I've got a good friend and he sends me, <laughs> he, he and I are, are politically like minded and, you know, we, we share a lot of the same beliefs and thoughts. Um, but he sends me a lot of stuff, and I push back on on quite a bit of it because he'll send me something I'm like, you know what? but did you think of this, this and this? or yeah. he'll send me he'll send me a screenshot of something and then I just go research it. I'm like, that was fake, dude. <laughs> um, well,
1: that honestly that happened recently where um, a perfect example of that is you know there's all those things floating around the internet about um, the um like all of these food plants burning down right and so you know I sent like a, a thing to you about like 18 plants burning down which was I don't know what the count is at today but at that point it was 18.
0: well it's still going bananas but
1: and you were like okay but that just that single data point Julie it's kind of meaningless like how many food plants are there
0: like what are the causes of these like oh Uh, you asked a lot of how, how common is this? Right. right? How often
1: does it happen? What
0: percentage of the population do they provide food to? Is it just especially, is it like all of these things? And I mean, there's way more to that. And I mean, just today, uh, again, speaking of our buddy Mitch over at Pascot's, what's happening? um, He's, he, his company is, um, production is in China. And he sent me a screenshot of all of the boats just waiting in port to get into Shanghai. And then they shut the ports down. Oh, they've shut everything down. But uh, 20% of the world's container ships right now are outside China waiting to get in. And so like, but I mean, like that, that's, that's a real problem right there with real data points where I don't have to know what's in those. I don't care if it's Nike sneakers or they wouldn't be going into China, but (laughs) (laughs) um, I don't care what's in those container ships. That's 20% of the world's container ships that are also aren't bringing anything out of China. Right. Um, and so, you know, you can put like string things together and be like, okay, that's probably bad. That's probably a bad thing that's happening yeah. right now that we need to consider for the future that uh, there's going to be even more supply chain issues coming our ways. Yes.
1: Yes, exactly. And, I, but I just, I think, you know, you have to look at things with skepticism and, and look for the data points and, uh, people just in general are not particularly good at that. People love to jump to conclusions and, um, we are so far off topic at this point, but it's a fun. This is a fun conversation. Yeah, I don't
0: even know where we started with. We um, started
1: with frenemies, and then
0: like opinions or something.
1: Then kind of weaved our way through the distribution curve of an entrepreneur getting onto the cocky ledge. Yes, and then ended up talking about supply chain issues and uh, food plants burning down.
0: <laughs> Perfect. That that makes sense. That yeah. makes sense to me. Well, let's. You you let's start, wrap it up. Yeah, let's start. Let's end this train wreck. Uh,
1: <laughs> all right. Well, listen. Thanks for uh, thanks for recording with me this morning when I know you're having a hectic day and you've got a lot of stuff in front of you. I appreciate you taking the time out.
0: Thanks for um, everything, Joy. You're welcome. All
1: right, everything you need to know about this show is in the show notes. And listeners, thank you for tuning in. We love you.
0: And if you want to work with us, connect with us, reach out, learn about us, anything. Go to our website, sppace.com. You can also get a link to certivium.com from that page.
1: Yeah. Hey, we have a radio show. It's called Defeat the Chaos. It is on the Voice America Business Channel. It airs live every Thursday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern, but you can always catch the replay. And with respect to Biz Quick and the coming very soon Biz Quicker, Make sure you download and rate our podcast, subscribe to it and give us a review. And if you've got topics you want to hear about, reach out to us. And don't forget to check out our Patreon account.
0: Go buy our book. It's called Seriously Now What? A Small Business Guide to Disaster Preparedness. There's a numbers on Amazon, down. Uh, whatever. There's a digital workbook download. <laughs> I got that all wrong. Um, it's popular on Amazon. And go rate and review it if you've already purchased it. I'm Julie. I'm Corey. This is
1: BizQuick, helping small businesses across America.